0: This is Finn's guests. I knock on the door and wait. I'm anxious. I hear footsteps and take a deep breath. Why am I this anxious? I'm shopping at the deli corner, the delicatessen store that I allow myself to visit every week. This is the only place offering products that I get as a self-gift and share with my family. Life is those little details on the day-to-day, isn't it? Although perhaps this will be the last day I can do it, I still hear his words, the ones that have taken my breath away and made me enter another world. I'm sorry, Elena. I know how things are. And your position was one of the, the new ones, and we certainly would like to be able to keep it. That couldn't be happening. I felt like I was dreaming. Someone comes in, and everybody turns. It's Mrs. Finn. I know everybody has stared at her, but they are concealing, like myself. A man shopping by my side smiles at me knowingly and winks an eye implying that's her. Not knowing if I know her or if she's my aunt, I smile back at him and go my own way. Excuse me, have you tried those pickles? I look at Mrs. Finn who's addressing me. The winking man makes gestures to me with his eyes, opening them wide and then his mouth. I look at him, and Mrs. Finn turns to him, to which the man bumps into a tower of pates, there's a crash, and the canisters scatter on the store floor. An employee and several clients help him, and he looks at me disapprovingly. But what have I done? Do you know him? Mrs. Finn is watching me while she waits for an answer, and I don't know what to say. At last, the footsteps stop, and the door opens. A man smiles at me. Lena? Yes, it's me. We were waiting for you. Come in. Thanks. I'm a little calmer. I access the magnificent entrance hall. This is a giant Christmas tree which almost reaches the soaring ceiling. An enormous stone staircase which leads to the second floor presides over the room. And there's little else, some furniture with nothing on it. It's an exquisite and, at the same time, sober mansion. I follow the man who opened the door for me. He's wearing a perfect tuxedo. I've dressed elegantly, but I think I'm not up to the level of the party I'm attending. No, he has spoken to me before, but nothing substantial. It seems strangers are talking to you today, Mrs. Finn replies. I feel a chill, and I wonder why. Yes, I smile. I don't know what to say on the subject, so I change it. Uh, Excuse me, what were you asking me? Those pickles. I was asking you because I thought you wanted to pick them up, but there's just one jar left. No, no, take it without a problem. Following the gentleman in the tuxedo, I think of how Mrs. Finn addressed me. She didn't ask me if I would pick the pickles, but if I had tasted them. To achieve something, it's sometimes easier to focus on it indirectly. Come in. I step into the vast… uh… dance room? I ignore what to call it. There are tables with food and drinks, waiters and waitresses serving a quartet of piano, double bass, drums and voice performing Christmas music to the rhythm of jazz. Another Christmas tree as significant or even more prominent than the one at the entrance hall. Impeccably decorated lights. What's this? What am I doing here? I'm looking for I don't really know who because I'm sure I don't know anyone. I see Mrs Finn talking to a group of people. Absolutely everyone wears evening dresses. I'm not wearing the required dress code, but I think I blend in. I'm going to eat or drink something, stay while I live, because I'm not in the mood of feeling uncomfortable much longer. Thanks. She smiles at me and picks up the pickle jar. Mrs. Fink continues her delicorne's tour, and I have the same intention, but when I pick some olives, I feel that someone is approaching me. Now what? I turn a bit fed up. The winking man has gotten closer than necessary. Did you know that there are people who bring luck? I don't know. I keep ignoring him. He follows me and talks to me, although in any way do I believe I've shown him any interest of approval for him to do so. It's a very uncomfortable situation. When someone gives luck up, the players get closer. Let's see. Hey, I don't quite understand. He interrupts me. It's not that. Don't worry. I don't want to bother you. It's not what? I turn to address the drinks table I'd instead drink then eat because I need it more my mouth is dry I make a quick turn and bump into someone uh, sorry did I hurry but I don't see anyone nor is anyone acting in a way that would make me think I just I just hit them. I'm browsing. I still don't understand what happened. Lena, how are you? Now I turn to the other side, stunned. Mrs. Finn smiles at me. Agatha, I smile. Fine, thank you. A lovely party. I see you've already run into yourself. What? Everyone knows Mrs. Finn, her splendid mansion, her parties, her guests. Why does Mrs. Finn invite you to one of her parties? Today, I'll know. Or not. Although sometimes something tells me that I really don't want to know. Or I might. <sighs> Always this uncertainty. Life isn't yes or no. Nor is it knowing what I want. Life is not knowing anything. We players notice people's aura, and you have an aura of luck. <laughs> I don't think so. No, you overlook that. We notice it. We? Players! Yeah, well, look, I don't really know where this conversation is coming from, but I have to go. Be careful. Don't be overconfident. The aura of luck is temporary. I'll live with that, I reply as I go to pay. I've seen you talk to someone. Yes, the thing is I bumped into someone but then I didn't see who it was. Have fun, Lena. Thank you. By the way, yes? How about the pickles? I feel ridiculous asking for some pickles amidst so much elegance. But it may be the only conversation that I'll be able to have at this party, thus I won't miss the opportunity. Yes, an excuse like any other, right? Now I do need answers. Uh, Agatha, I keep asking, at the party uh, do you play anything? Am I really paying attention to what the winking man told me? Sure. You've come to play, too. To live is to play, Laina. I'm paying for my olives. I'm not inspired or encouraged to buy anything else, especially today when I received the news that I won't be working from now on. Then... Mrs. Finn hands me an envelope. The moment I dread has come. I want it, but at the same time I fear it. Why am I afraid of what I want, what I wish? It's an invitation. Ah, what for? I don't know where that came from, and indeed she knows that I know what for. Because everyone knows her parties. But it's challenging to figure out why she sometimes invites you for no apparent reason. I've never talked to a guest, so I've no idea what happens at those parties. Why am I looking at the winking man? I know the reason why I want to find out if he saw how Mrs. Finn handed me an invitation. I don't understand why all this is happening to me. I cannot go. It's an invitation, not an obligation. I dare ask her. Uh, excuse me, uh, what's your name? You've invited me to something without knowing me, nor I know you. Agatha. And you? What? Uh, Mrs Finn doesn't listen to me anymore. To discover what parts of you have come to a party. A woman next to me replies, although I didn't notice her until that moment. Now I'll be able to understand everything. I ask her, suddenly very excited, "Uh, do you know why she invites us? (laughs) Agatha always looks for people with a special aura, which sometimes only she sees. Would he be correct? The winking guy noticed it too? Um, And that aura, do you know if it's temporary? I guess it lasts as long as you want it to last. Um, Did she invite you like that too? It's been so long since that. I can't remember how I got to this party for the first time. Of course, I don't believe it. But if she doesn't want to tell me, I won't insist. She keeps telling me that, however, she remembers the difficult beginning, that now she's part of that, and that only the pieces of her that had fallen apart are coming to the parties. She finishes sharing that with me and leaves. Be part of what? Only the pieces falling apart are coming? (laughs) I think I'm not understanding anything because everything is confusing and weird. But deep down, I'm beginning to realize what I'm doing here. Although I wouldn't know how to explain it with words. The man isn't looking at me, but I get the feeling that he's concealing. He must have seen that Mrs. Finn gave me an invitation. I leave Delhi Corner and I open the envelope. The party is tonight. What? I get home and go to the kitchen, where my family is. I tell them that I've been invited to a party on that same night while I place the olives jar on the counter. Nobody asks me anything, but I keep sharing that it's a long story, that I let them know how it goes, that it's a friend of a friend. I don't tell them that I don't have a job, that today they gave me the news. I don't say that Mrs. Finn invited me. I don't dare, and again, I don't know why. I'll tell them tomorrow, once I understand what's happening to me today. That it seems that I've reached another world. That it looks like something different awaits me. And I don't know what is it. That I finally feel I am not afraid to understand or not understand. That I want to know more. And I know on the inside that it's my life that awaits. That the only that has always been there have never been able to recognize. I tell the taxi driver to wait outside because I'll still there for a short time. She looks at me with a puzzled face. I tell her, I don't know what I'm going to find and I'd rather be able to leave right away than feel out of place. She looks at me with an even more puzzled face. Okay, my job is not to ask, she replies. But be careful, because these places can be dangerous. Dangerous? <laughs> she indeed is correct, but I choose not to ask her why she says so. I have to go in. I know I have to go out to understand everything better. The taxi driver is waiting for me at Pulled without saying anything, I tell her to wait a minute. I observe the ruined house and take a deep breath. Do you want me to ask you how your visit went? I smile at her. It went well. That's where the Fim family lived. My great-grandmother knew the lady a lot. She used to come to her famous parties. Yes, Mrs. Finn left something special for her guests in his house. I think they are going to bring it down. Have you ever witnessed a controlled collapse? (laughs) Most of the collapses I've witnessed are far from being controlled. (laughs) The taxi driver smiles. go home. Everyone sleep and go into the kitchen to drink water. The olive jar I left is still on the counter, right next to the pickle jar. I go to bed without uncontrolled collapses, without canisters scattered on the storage floor and without work, but knowing that I carry luck with me. How about that? So I'll sleep peacefully, knowing that I am all I need to keep going.